and welcome back to the Therapy Sisters podcast. This is Karis with you today, and I am running solo as my dear, poor, sweet, wonderful sister Rachel has been very, very sick, um, unfortunately, over the Thanksgiving holiday. So we had some plans to record some full episodes, but due to, due to her being just out of commission, we have been unable to do so. So... The way this works out is that as we were planning the boundary series, we had a couple of mini sewed ideas that we weren't sure if we were going to have time to be able to put them into our schedule. And so I'm just going to actually do one of those today uh, to supplement us until we can get back on track with our full episodes. As we're talking about boundaries, we would be remiss if we did not mention how to communicate them or how to have more assertive communication. The vast majority of the people that we work with in our offices probably go fall more on the passive side of the communication spectrum and are generally uncomfortable with any kind of confrontation, um, certainly with conflict, but any kind of even just direct conversation that can feel really uncomfortable. I can tell you that that's something that I myself have had to learn how to do better, how to be more assertive, how to clearly state what it is I'm trying to, to say or to get across or what I feel. And so what I want to leave you with today is a tool that comes straight from Dialectical Behavioral Therapy or DBT um, that's designed to help facilitate assertive communication. This tool operates off an acronym. That acronym, acronym is Dear Man, and I'll get into that in just a moment. But it just gives a nice framework for uh, anytime you want to ask for something or say no to something. And so both of those fall under the lines of boundaries, right? If we're setting a boundary, we're often asking for something or we're, we're declaring a limit. And so this is a really appropriate tool to give us that nice framework to have that conversation. Now, I always tell my clients when I'm teaching them this tool, this isn't something you have to use all these steps of. Um, they can certainly be helpful. I think it's a really great way to kind of keep a conversation on track. Sometimes just having a few of these can be really helpful in having the conversation. And once you get into it, you're able to sort of take it on your own. But because these conversations can feel really intimidating, I think it's helpful to have a framework or a tool to help us navigate through it with a little more ease. So without further ado, let me walk you through the Dear Man tool. And I also just want to mention, I am going to link a worksheet in our show notes if this is something you'd like to snag just to kind of have for yourself and reference back. So... As I mentioned, it's an acronym, and so, and it's deer as in D-E-A-R, not deer as in the animal, but deer man. So the D stands for describe the situation. And so we wanna just kind of give the facts of the situation. We're not looking for our emotions just yet or how this makes us feel. We're just declaring what are the facts of the situation. So for this example, I just came up with a scenario where um, let's say you have always done Christmas like the full Christmas celebration with your whole extended family. So like your parents or your in-laws, either way. Um, And you are in a position where you really wanna have a Christmas morning to yourself, not by yourself, but with your little family before you see the rest of your extended family. That's how we've always done it. That's my preference. I like to have like that moment with my kids to give them their gifts and, you know, have that one-on-one time. So in this scenario, that hasn't been the case though. And so we're we're gonna declare that to our loved ones that, we and set that boundary of like, hey, we need this time with our little family before we're with a larger group. And so if we were gonna use this uh, acronym, we're gonna start with the describe, we might say the last couple of years, we've all been together first thing for Christmas morning. 
the kids are getting older and it's been challenging to have some focused time with them on Christmas morning. So we're just, again, just the facts of the situation. We've done this together all these years, but they're getting older and I'm really wanting to have some time with them. E is where we get to just express our feelings about it because that stands for express how you feel about the situation. And I think it's really important to use I statements here and just really own the emotions that you're having. So that might look like, I'm feeling some grief at how fast the years are going and some disappointment that we don't have more focused time together on Christmas morning. So just really declaring again, what your emotional state is around this um, and clear, concise I statements. The A stands for assert or ask. So this is where you make the ask, or this is where you draw the boundary line. So that might look like, I would like to ask that we have some space to do our own family celebration before we get together as a larger group. Very straightforward, direct, but also like not rude, right? I think a lot of times we think if we're gonna be direct in our communication, that means we're gonna be rude um, or we're gonna be aggressive. And that just simply isn't the case. We can directly ask for what we want in a way that's respectful of ourselves and of the person that we're asking this of. R stands for reinforce. And so let's say you make that ask and they respond positively. You'd wanna use this, you'd wanna pause here to just thank them for their, their positive reaction. Thank you so much for your understanding. I really appreciate it. Or maybe it's a way to kind of validate um, what it is, you know, the cost and what you're asking. So. That might look like we love celebrating with you and very much look forward to it but i appreciate your understanding that we need this time to ourselves as well so we're just acknowledging um both <laughs> it can be both right we're acknowledging both that we love to spend that time together but that we also need that space and we're being grateful for the understanding of our loved one and if they're not understanding which can happen then you would just reinforce you know, like uh, we understand, I understand that, that this is changing kind of tradition or this is changing what we've always done. But at the end of the day, I, this is something that I still feel like I really need. And I think we can have a wonderful, larger family celebration still. M stands for mindful, be mindful, stay mindful. Um, and this is more about, um, more about just staying like focused on the on the topic because you know how some conversations can kind of trail off and in, in, in rabbit trails and other directions and you lose sight of what the original conversation was this is your opportunity just to kind of focus it back so maybe that might look like let's say they tried it well what about that one year we did this or what if we did this you know and they try to take it off in another direction you might rein it in by saying i'm more than happy to talk about that once we're able to finish this conversation so you're just bringing the focus back to the topic at hand. You're acknowledging, hey, yeah, we can talk about that too. But right now, this is this is what we're we need to kind of sort out first. Um, the A stands for um, just staying on top of your confidence, so appearing confident because sometimes you don't feel confident. Like I said, these can be really difficult or awkward conversations, and when that's the case, what happens? Like our posture tends to be poor, our eye contact fails, we might fidget a bunch and that sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those things happen. But this is an opportunity to sort of like posture in a way that says, hey, I'm assertive and I'm not backing down from this request, um, even if you don't quite feel like it. So that might be that might be kind of staying aware of, and this one's more of like just your awareness, you're not gonna say anything <laughs> for this one, but that might look like standing up straight, making sure that you're maintaining eye contact. If you do tend to fidget, that's okay. Just sort of like placing your hands in your lap or you know, whatever you need to do to, to just stay mindful of, of how it is that you're coming off in that conversation. 
And then lastly, the N stands for be willing to negotiate. And so I think here it's important to know the limits of what you're willing to accept, but then also to kind of have in mind how you might be willing to compromise within those limits. So maybe this is a non-negotiable, right? Like maybe it's like we are having Christmas morning with our kids. Like there's nothing you can say that's gonna change my mind. That's not something I want to negotiate on and that's okay. Um, But maybe that looks like hey, I'm, I'm happy to talk about other schedules for our get together or ways that we can make it extra special. Um, you know, so, so ne- finding other ways to negotiate. Sometimes though you can meet in the middle. Maybe that looks like, yeah, okay. So if you just give us from like eight to 10 a.m. in the morning, then we can start our celebration together like at 10 o'clock if you want to come over. So you're just working on, on compromising and coming to a solution that works for everybody involved. And so, let me just kind of run through that again, as if I'm saying, stating this, um, now that I've sort of explained what each of those are. So again, wanting to have some family time in the morning before your larger group comes over. So the last couple of years, we've all been together first thing on Christmas morning. The kids are getting older and it's been challenging to have some focused time with them on Christmas morning. And as a result, I'm feeling some grief at how fast the years are going and some disappointment that we don't have more focused time together for the holidays. So I wanna ask that we have some space to do our own family celebration before we get together as a larger unit. We love celebrating with you and look so forward to it, but I really appreciate your understanding that we need this time to ourselves as well. And I'm more than happy to talk about whatever else when we're able to finish this conversation and come to a solution that works for all of us. And then again, just making sure that I'm holding that eye contact, that I'm standing up straight, that I'm, you know, engaging with this person in an assertive way. And then I'm happy to talk about other schedules for our get together or ways we can make it extra special, just so long as we're able to have that morning time together. And so that's the Dear Man tool. It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. But again, it can be really effective in just giving that framework for how do you approach some of these conversations when you do need to set a boundary. I hope that you found this helpful and valuable. Again, I will have a worksheet linked in the show notes. And um, please come back next week where Rachel and I will return to our boundaries series with a full episode together. And we look forward to connecting with you then. Thank you.